Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 9. In this episode, we will be talking to Becca Bergstrom, better known as Little Skittle on the trail. She completed a Nobo through hike of the Pacific Crest Trail back in 2019 and immediately caught the bug. With COVID interrupting her initial hiking plans the following year, she was able to tackle the Oregon Coast Trail, Timberline Trail, and parts of the CDT, all while fostering a stronger bond with her family, boyfriend, and dog back home. She has plans to complete the CDT this year in 2022. In this episode, we talk about how it's important to stay in touch with the real world, especially after a through hike, why embracing the suck is not always the smartest option, and the best place to spray DEET during mosquito season. We hope you enjoy our conversation with Little Skittle. A five, six, seven, eight, come down to Chat Talks. It's Trail Talks time! Come down to Trail Talks! Ah! Oh my goodness. <laughs> People, you're gonna watch this back and be like, what happened? What is happening to them? As you can tell, our bread, no one saw that. Oh my god. Probably for the best. Probably for the best. As you can tell, our Broadway careers have never taken off. Um, but there's still time, right? There's always time. I guess, until we're old and then there's no time left. Hello everyone, welcome back to Trail Talks, episode nine, season two. Woohoo. Today we are talking to Becca Bergstrom, better known as Little Skittle on the trail. Her through hiking career started in 2019 when she did the PCT, uh, Nobo PCT, and then she became a very big online presence and did a attempt of the CDT in 2021. Ended up getting off, but in postponing her plans, but she's coming back better than ever for this season of 2022. We are super excited to pick her brain on her past through hiking experiences and see how this year is going to be different from last year. Nice. Go over to our YouTube. We have some stuff coming out in the near future Ooh. that we're excited to announce. Um, Find this on... Hello, Spice Boys. Find this on... Um, Spice Girls. Spice. Yeah, for boys. That's what's <laughs> up. Find this on Spotify. Apple Podcasts. Where else can you find this? How do we upload it? Isn't that a podcast? Anchor FM. Anchor. Yeah, whatever. All right. Nice, Julia. We're so excited to talk to her. Let's do it. If you have any questions... Drop it down in the comments. Hello. 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 Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Again, just woke up. As always. As always. Um, <laughs> That's okay. It is I very cold here. I work night. Nice. Uh, How's that? Um, it's not that bad because I'm actually a pretty big night owl, so uh, it doesn't really bother me. It bothers, I think, my boyfriend probably more because we uh, opposite schedules kind of thing, but it works. How long of an adjustment period does it take to, like, get on a night schedule? Um, not much for me. Um, okay. There's a couple of people I work with that have a pretty rough time with it. They have kids and stuff, um, mm. so I totally, I, I don't know how they even do it, but <laughs> for me... It's easy to stay up until like 4 or 5 a.m. for me. 
Um, oh. And I work until six, so it's really not that big of a push. Gotcha. Is it a job where like you're on your feet and moving? Or yeah, I work for a really big um, outdoor outfitter. Nice. Um, oh, cool. And so I work in their warehouse and I work with logistics and um, shipping the customers, shipping the stores and stuff. So I'm on my feet the entire time. I get average of like 17,000 steps in my shift. So keep nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. Keeping those through hiker legs yeah, kind of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so where are you calling from? Um, I live in a little mountain town outside of um, kind of its coma area of Washington near Mount Rainier. Um, so, yeah. Is Are you originally from Washington? I am, yeah. I was born and raised here. Nice. nice. Cool. How does, yeah. oh man. Yeah. Tell us why we should move to Washington. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, you could literally be in a different kind of like climate and like environment within like a two to three hour drive. Like you could be on the beach, you could be in the mountains, you could be in the desert, you could be in a rainforest. It's, I don't want to hype it up because I, I, a lot of people are moving here. <laughs> um, <laughs> like been driving up the house prices, um, but it's it's beautiful. Like I, it's hard for me to think of ever moving away, but my boyfriend has an itch too. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where's your like favorite spot to be outdoors in Washington? Ooh, I would probably say the North Cascades. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it looks so beautiful like, in yeah. pictures. Yeah, the jagged peaks that are up there are just, they call them um, the American Alps. So they're just it's really incredible. Nice. Which you'll cool. see on the PCT. Yeah, we're pumped to see Washington. Very excited. Yeah, um, yeah you're going to love it. I. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, um, when, I, when I did the PGT, I hiked with um, a family that nobody had ever been to Washington. And so I was really excited. I kept telling them, I was like, the Sierra is amazing. Like, it's incredible with all this snow. Like, it's a one time in a million um, to be doing this. But, like, you just wait. Like, we'll get to Washington, and it's going to, like, blow your socks off. So oh, you guys nice. will love it. Nice. So can you tell us your origin story? How did you come to be? Like, how did you get to the through hiker that you are now? Um, I would say I'm really stubborn. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was looking for an outlet um, with some kind of like bad habits I had in my early 20s. Um, I turned outdoors, uh, just doing a lot of day hikes. Um, and my dog, um, who pooped beside me because we went for a hike, <laughs> um, he got me into doing a lot of hikes. And I kind of heard about doing the PCT from friends, from girlfriends. They always said it was like a dream sort of thing. And um, I had seen clips of Wild. I never saw the whole thing. I never read it. Um, it was just kind of word of mouth PCT. And I was like, you know, that's, that'd be kind of fun. You know, that'd be, I mean, it's the cards lined up and stuff. And then um, one year they did. I kind of had it with a job that I had had. I was in restaurant management for seven years. And I was just over it. And I was in a bad relationship. I was like, you know what, I just need something to just kind of reset and recharge me and, like, connect myself with being, like, my best self. Mm. I said, you know what, what was that trail again? And so I, like, researched it, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. So nice. my boyfriend was like, I want to do this thing, supported me fully. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing, to be quite frank. I went uh, overnight backpacking once, North Cascades, and 
I was only out, I think, maybe a full 24 hours, like, because I got there, hiked in, and then slept and left first thing in the morning. So, like, I wasn't even, like, fully out there. But, <laughs> you know what? I can, I can do this. I can do it. So. Yeah. So how long was it, like... It from how long was it from when you said that yes okay I am doing this to the start of the trail like how long did you have to actually prep um so I decided in February of 2018 mm. yeah oh. when I first started um I first started seeing people start basically and I saw a couple of videos of like Jupiter's and Darwin has some videos out and then uh Whimsical Woman Starburst was doing her videos and I was like yeah like this is I can totally do this like I could absolutely and I just followed them along and I was like yeah like I can they're having this amazing time meeting all these incredible people seeing these beautiful places like there's nothing else in this world that's probably going to give me that experience and I want to go see what it's about it looks amazing (laughs) yeah Yeah. um having like a full year to like really wrap your head around doing the PCT um, and maybe going down the rabbit hole of like seeing it through social media, was it different getting on the PCT and seeing it like through your own eyes rather than through the lens of others? Um, yeah, I would say, but like both ways, like there was ways that you saw it where like you recognized it based on like pictures and videos you've seen other people um, posting and mm-hmm. um, I'd be like, oh, I, I think we're coming up. Like I hadn't even seen parts of the actual trail but I'd seen like landscapes of the area and I was like oh I think we're coming up on like Agua Dulce or I think we're coming up on um like Cone Pass like it kind of looks like this landscape um but then there was other parts where like trail magic like you mm-hmm. you don't really understand that until you experience it and it's such an amazing thing where it's like this is what they talk about like the like they're giving without expecting anything in return. The only thing they want in return is just pay it forward and just be a good person, be kind, spread love. Um, so that was like, that was something I didn't really understand until I experienced it. I was like, okay, this is, this is incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell us about your first trail magic experience. Yeah. Oh, first one I had was, ooh, I don't remember. That's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> mm, well, okay, was the trail magic experience that you had in the beginning, were you like ready for how giving? Because um, we're from Jersey and when someone gives you something in New Jersey, you're always like, what do I have to give back in return? It was the case, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I remember when we were on the AT, um, the first trail magic we got, it was so nice, mm-hmm. but I felt so uncomfortable because I was like, I don't know like what to do right now. Like, I don't know how to take this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say probably the most memorable trail magic I had was in Tehachapi. Um, We had just finished our first gut hook map. That's where the gut hook, or I'm sorry, far out. That's where far out ended. (laughs) So we were like, oh, we're celebrating. It's going to be an incredible um, zero. We're going to have a Tehachapi. We got off trail. We got booked our hotel. We got showers. It was my friend's birthday. It was Cinco de Mayo. We go to the store to get things to celebrate. And we run into a couple um, who stop us in the aisles. And like, are you guys, we, you know, we just got done showering, but we're all in like our, 
our grubby like rain gear because we're laundering our clothes and so yep. yeah just a giveaway and they're just like oh my god can we host you guys tonight like are you guys busy do you guys have plans like we don't have any plans we just have plans to get to canada eventually <laughs> so <laughs> they're like let us host you um do you, what do you what what's like a good time frame and basically they ran us around all day and got our errands done. We went to the post office, we went shopping, we, we got our laundry. Um, somebody had to go get some new shoes. And then they took us back to the hotel. And it was like less than a mile walk to their house. And we said, you know, we're just going to walk to your house. Don't worry about picking us up. Um, and we walked to the house and they had this huge spread of um, Italian food. They had like spaghetti and meatballs, they had garlic bread, they had wine, they had my favorite is Jameson. They have Jameson. It's not really Italian, but um, they had so much candy and just, they had all these boxes of like, because they've done it before, so they know the whole gist, but they had boxes and boxes of like things that we might need to resupply with, like band-aids or Luco tape or um, single-use um, uh, like body wash or shampoo that we might need back at the hotel because there was like six of us and you only get one bottle for the room. So <laughs> yeah. that's really work. <laughs> um, but it was just this incredible night of just, they wanted to hear all of our stories and how it's been so far and what we are looking forward to. And they did not want anything in return. They just said, we just want to talk. We just want to hang out. We just want to like, we can't go do this, but we want to hear about it and we want to hear about it firsthand. So it was incredible to just have those kind of moments with people and share that yeah. with them. Wow. Definitely restores your faith in humanity. Yeah. Like a lot. It does. It does yeah. yeah. Nice. So what was the, what was the start of the trail like for you? Like, tell us about your first day saying goodbye to people and starting off into the wilderness. <laughs> Um, so the first day was all, um, it was like all in one in the sense that like we flew out of Seattle, uh, my boyfriend went with me, um, I said goodbye to Buddy, which was like, it wrecked me. I was like, <laughs> I just, I, he's my first dog um, and he's literally, he's my child, he's everything to me. So it started off very emotional in the beginning at like 7 a.m. crying like a baby. Um, we get on the plane. I'm like super excited. Then it's, it's great. And then we get the rental car and I'm crying again because I'm realizing like I'm now going to say goodbye to him. Um, we go get some food and set out to go find um, Campo. And we get down there and we get to the terminus. And then I realize like, oh, I forgot I don't have any water on me because I can't take it on the plane. I was like, oh, we have to go. I'm like all emotional that we're I'm starting. But I was like, oh, look, I have no water bottle. <laughs> so I had to like leave the moment um, and go get uh, some smart water bottles from the gas station we passed. And we're like, okay, now it's the moment. So we get to the terminus and it was pretty emotional. It was hard to say goodbye. He's the one that had to walk away from me. Um, but within less than five minutes, it was just like, I was just so light and just like, this This is it. This is what I've been waiting for. This is what I've sacrificed to line my ducks up in a row financially, back home personally. Um, and now it's just, it's me time. Like, let's just have this experience. And um, if it's not going to work, it's not going to work and you'll know and you'll call it. But for now, like you wanted this, give it a fair shot. And um, 
I got to say there was never a time on the trail. It was really nice that I didn't have like a, I can't do this or I don't want to do this. Mm. I, it was, there was one moment mm, kind of um, a snowstorm we had um, that pushed us back out of Sierra Sarge when we went back in the Sierra where I was like, this is dangerous. <laughs> um, but I like, just was like, okay, get it together. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> fine. Um, and it was, so yeah, it was great. Nice. Yeah, you have you had a high snow year. Yeah. Okay, well, well we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> did did you start with anyone or did you start solo? No, I started solo. Um, nice. I knew a girl who started about two weeks prior to me, who I linked up with and saw for a little bit. Um, and then I had met a girl, oh, virtually met her on Instagram, um, and we met up about two hundred fifty miles in uh, Silver Road mm-hmm. Lake. Um, and she ended up being someone I, I hiked with for like, I think most of the hike. Yeah. Mm. Were there any like reservations or fears starting alone? Like, was that something that was weighing on your mind at all? Not really. Cause I always hiked alone. Um, I, I just like to be by myself and like kind of mm-hmm. unplug and like, I don't, not that I don't enjoy the company or enjoy the conversation or like meeting new people and hearing their story and having that kind of camaraderie on trail. It's great. But when I started out in the outdoors hiking, I love to just be by myself and have my own thoughts and work through things that I um, was going through. And so like going out there alone was never an issue, but um, I did get the questions a lot from family. Like, are you sure? Like, do you feel safe? Are you going to be okay? Like, um, is it, uh, is it like, are you going to see people? And I was like, I'm going to see people <laughs> because there's a lot of people out there. So did, I just use my best judgment. Did you get any crazy questions from yeah. your family? We, um, we don't have outdoorsy families and they're like, are you bringing a gun? Like, what are you doing out there? <laughs> How do you carry food for six months? <laughs> um, I didn't really have anything crazy. Um, my dad had asked me if I was going to carry, and I said, no, I just didn't feel comfortable. Like, if I if I don't feel comfortable taking it, it's probably not a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and all in all, the trail is really kind of a safe place. Like, you'd have to really go out. Like, someone who's going to try to hurt somebody isn't going to go put forth the effort of hiking the PCT or, yeah. <laughs> or to go find a body to do something with I don't know but I was like you know what the odds are pretty low like yeah I think I'm gonna be okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) so you linked up with some people did you have a tramley at all that you were hiking with I did um so my bulk of the tramley that I had started in Silverwood Lake um so about two I think it's about 250 miles in something like that if I'm not mistaken um I met a couple people there that there's a little community center on the lake where people um, oftentimes order pizza and beer from this trail angel. So you call them and she'll, she'll pick up whatever you want, beer, liquor, um, nice. wine, get you some pizzas and bring it to the community center. And there's a big area you can air out your stuff. Um, that's where I met um, Jade and Darth Jader. And that's who I met on Instagram. Um, and then there's a gentleman there named St. Nick. Um, and we eventually met up with a couple other people onward towards Kennedy Meadows. And Kennedy Meadows is where like the bulk of the 
Tremley cemented. Like we had a group of eight of us that stuck through uh, quite a bit of stuff right there. Um, but I'd say eight was the most I was traveling with. And then four, well, there was a part where I was alone for oh, like 600 miles. Um, but eight to four people was about how much I would travel with. So when you're saying you're hiking with the tramley, are you like physically hiking with them or are you meeting them up at like lunch and dinners and at camp? Um, it varies. Like usually in the morning time, um, you kind of just leave whenever you want, but we kind of talk about it the night before. Like, Oh, we're looking at this. I looked at this campsite. I think that'd be a good spot near water or it puts us to a strategic spot to get in town the next day. If that's um, something we're looking forward to, um, uh, except for the Sierra, the Sierra was one part where you did stick together, you did start together, you woke up together, you made sure everyone was packing up together. Um, no one was hiking by themselves. There was always paired off. If you were going slower, someone would just hang out with you and go with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's also just making sure you go with the right people too, because sometimes people will will try to lone ranger it and just go off and do their own thing. Um, so yeah, sometimes you do hike with them. Um, sometimes you just link up for snack breaks or lunches. And then, um, sometimes you don't see them all day until camp. Mm. So. Yeah. Um, how did you get little Skittle? So, um, it was supposed to be rainbow warrior. That was the first one that was given <laughs> to me. Um, and I wasn't too keen on it because it came from, uh, it came from a great place, but I felt like it was doing a disservice. Um, so two days in, uh, I was at Mount Laguna, and I had met a couple of the Wounded Warriors. They're doing the Wounded mm-hmm. Warriors project, where I don't know if you're familiar, maybe the viewers aren't. Um, it's a nonprofit agency that um, sponsors veterans to get out on trails and hike them, and they supply them with um, everything they would need a great organization they take them out on the trail they get them um they take them through like some courses to get them prepped and get all their gear and then they take them out on the trail to start and they all start together they start for seven days and then they say okay you're on your own whether you finish whether you don't whether you lash it whether you whatever you want to do it's your deal now but they they get them on their feet so i met these amazing guys that were so kind and so nice and I was having a really bad day because my battery pack died I I didn't take I yeah it was a bad thing so they were just so sweet and so kind and then they just kind of hung out with me and we made friends and went to get a beer afterwards and um it was rainy that day so I had on my black pants and then my gray uh my black green pants my gray uh rain jacket we get to the the restaurant and have a beer and I take everything off and I have like <laughs> all these colors <laughs> just like <laughs> ridiculous and then they had noticed that I was eating just junk candy all day when I was having a bad day which is par for course I eat a lot of candy um but they wanted to name me Rainbow Warrior for that and I was like uh I, I see like it's it's nice but I feel like I'm not a veteran I feel like those kind of gives a a disservice to what you guys have done for the country and um, sacrifice. So I was like, you get one more shot. Um, I know I'm not supposed to turn it down. 
<laughs> and so they came up with a little skittle and I said, I, I can handle that. Let's do that. <laughs> was Skittles nice. your like go-to candy of choice? No, no, that's the thing. Like I didn't have any Skittles on me. I'm more of a gummy person, um, like a okay. sour belt sort of thing. Mm, um, I nice. think it was just the moniker of it rhyming and I was smaller than them. They were like, God, they were like six, six at least probably. Wow. I know they were five, 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 six. So. I, I saw the heart in it. I was like, okay, I can do that. Nice. <laughs> That's cool. Cool. Yeah. You want to go? Or do you want me to? No, was it love at first sight? <laughs> was the trail just like you caught the bug immediately? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and I think it was probably because of the simplicity of it is what I love the most. It was just, I didn't have to think about anything else that was back home about what would bring you down or get you in like a um, kind of a bout of depression or an anxiety spell. Um, you're just out there doing your thing and like meeting people and just being like, okay, I'm going to hike here and I'm going to take a water break and I'm going to filter my water and I'm going to have a snack and I'm going to take a nap and then I'm going to, and you just do whatever you feel like doing. Um, it's mm -hmm. literally hike your own hike. Um, and yeah, from the moment I started, like once, the tears stopped I was like this is this is gonna be a fun adventure like I yeah. I kind of had told my boyfriend before I left I was like it's just a one and done thing like it's fine it's, it's just gonna be I just need to reset recharge like I said and then I'm gonna come back find a new job and just figure things out and it wasn't <laughs> spoiler, <laughs> how, how quick how quickly like into the hike were you already planning like okay like I'm gonna do this again um, I would say probably, uh, I'd say once I made it through the Sierra, I was like, yeah, like I can totally, I can conquer most anything I, I feel like now. So I'd say after the Sierra, um, I was already kind of looking at like other trails on Gut Hook far out, um, and being like, hmm, Tahoe Rim Trail, hmm, Arizona Trail, and um, I think that was the same year. That was the same year that Jeff um, Jeff was out there on the TCT uh, mm -hmm. prepping for his AZT FJT. Um, mm -hmm. So that's why I was looking at that because I'd heard about that. And then, um, yeah, it kind of just bit me and hasn't stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it what? tends to bite hard oh, when yeah. it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> um. I guess we kind of asked this in the beginning, but what was your favorite state to hike in? I would say, I want to say Washington because it's like the homecoming um, and it's the end and it's, it's gorgeous. <laughs> um, yeah. But I would say the Sierra, the Sierra takes the cake. So California, mm. as long as it was and as much of, a headache it was to like do the logistics of okay well I gotta mail my bear can here and I have to carry it this long and then mail it back and then um going through all the different um environments of like the desert and then the snow and then the um the forest up north it was it was just an incredible state to go through to see all the changes in the landscapes and stuff mm -hmm. so um and plus I don't I, I'd never been there before to hike um in California so it was just it was a whole new world. So California took it for me. Nice. California is beautiful. 
Um, leading, leading up to the Sierras, was there a lot of fear mongering because mm -hmm. of how high the yeah. snow year was? Yeah, I would say it started um, in Casa de Luna, mm -hmm. um, which was like 560, five, just over 500 miles, I think is Casa mm -hmm. de Luna, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that's where we first kind of met a couple people that they said that they'd done the PCT before, they've done other hikes, um, and they were just being grouches, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> they just, they slept on the flat air pad. I'm not sure, but they were just, oh, like, what are you going to do when you run out of food? And we're like, well, we'll get back to town and get more food. What do you mean? Like, we'll yeah. pack out extra food. We'll make sure we have enough rations and enough calories. Um, we have, you know, Garmin devices. Not that that's a save-all, be-all, but we're going in prepared. We're going in um, knowing our limits and being like, okay, well, if this happens, like, we need to know that we have to just call it. Like, if this is the way it is. Um, but how will we know if it's, unpassable if we don't try like right. so unless I hear from someone who's like legit is like don't go like literally like there's like 10 people we can't account for <laughs> or something family yeah. hasn't heard from um but that wasn't the case so we just said like well we're just gonna go so yeah nice what uh what date did you enter the Sierras do you remember um Oh, the date. Sorry, I thought you said gate. Um, the date was Mother's Day. It was like May 13th or 12th or something. It was really, really early. <laughs> so what, yeah. like, had, were through hikers already going in it at that time? Or, because that is... Um, we had, we had never met anyone that um, we had heard that had gone through. Like, um, we had gone pretty fast through up until then. Um, but from word of mouth, we had not heard that anyone ahead of us had gone through. We heard a lot of people had skipped or they were just hanging out at Kennedy Meadows. Mm -hmm. um, there was one gentleman, um, Tony Goddess. Um, he was posting a lot on his stories and stuff. So we knew that he went in, but we never met him. He was, he started before any of us in the family. Um, and he was going pretty fast. Um, so we were just kind of watching him on Instagram and seeing his stories and mm -hmm. it looked wild. <laughs> like, I was watching his stories. I was like, oh, what are we doing? Like, are you sure we can do this? Like, is this okay? But we were also like, well, he's, if he's doing it and it was just him and this other guy, like if, if he can do it, I think, I mean, we can do this. Like, also, mm -hmm. like we got to at least try. Um, so no, as far as we know that no one, no one that we had met had gone through. So we were kind of the first that we knew of that was going through. Um, and it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was it sketchier than you thought it was going to be? Or was it easier? Um, it was easier for me than I thought it was going to be. Um, because I had done some snow travel before. Um, and so backpacking or um, snow navigation and stuff. Um, so it wasn't too bad as far as like, kind of following gut hook and like knowing like um the different areas of kind of i mean you want to stay the part or stay in the course and stay in the red line and stuff but there's also spots where it makes sense to 
go the least resistance on the mm-hmm. area that you're going so why would you do like a big c when you can just go straight <laughs> so yeah we'd look at the topography of it and be like well let's just kind of go it's not like you're cutting a switch track when the switch track is 10 feet under the snow um so it was easier for me than i think some people but it was also harder because it was there was no cell reception you don't really know when you're going to hear from someone or if you can contact anybody or know if like um is there a storm that garmin's not telling us that we can't look up um Mm. or get any feedback from people who said hey we heard about a fatality up ahead like you guys should probably maybe consider a bail plan um Mm -hmm. but i wouldn't take it back and say i i should have started later i wish i would have started later i think i had the most perfect experience for myself Nice. Nice. Were were there any, like, just within your travels in the Sierra, were there any moments, like you said, there was a snowstorm. Could you tell us that story of what happened? Yeah. um, So we had gone through the first leg of the Sierra um, and got over Kearsarge and went down to, um, we stayed in Bishop. Um, Did our resupply, had our zero, and then went back to the Onion Valley um, campground, which is there at the trailhead. And we had a game plan. There's a bunch of people actually there uh, that were camping that night and we were going to start early. So we kind of had like a little powwow that night. We talked about, oh, we're going to start this time. Oh, we're going to start this time. Um, and we all set up our tents and snuggled in for the night. And it was like, I don't know, eight o'clock at night, near hiker midnight. And we're all kind of like, hearing these devices go off which is the Garmin sounds like people are checking the weather and you just hear these people like oh my god oh my god and they're like did you see it and we're all just talking like in our tents but no one can see each other and we see that there's a wind advisory and a snow advisory oh, we're no. like what are we gonna do we're like well we're here so let's just like see what it's like when we wake up and then we'll just assess as we go and if it's bad we'll just turn back but we had our game plan of like we wanted to get over Kearsarge and also get over Glen Pass um in the first day of starting just mm-hmm. kind of set us off on a good pace um and so we woke up at I think it was like 2 30 in the morning to get started and yeah. we get out of our tents and there's well, probably uh maybe like two feet of snow like, there was no snow, really, to start with. It was very minimal wow. snow, a little dusting when we kind of got there the night before to sit up. There was, like, about two feet of snow to start off with. Um, and we're like, well, let's just go for it. And so we started off, and there was definitely wind. Um, probably, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how fast I would say it was going, but, like, it literally knocked us over. Like, I could not stand up when the gust came like it literally pushed you over um and plus you have like a your fullest pack ever you have mm-hmm. 10 to 12 days of food your bear can um all the water you're going to need because you don't know what the water situation is up there with all the snow um and so we got up maybe i think it was like three miles no it was one mile in three hours is what we got and I was like, we can't do this pace. Like, this is not okay. And we had groups had, had started ahead of us. 
because they had seen the forecast. So like, we're going to start earlier. We're going to get ahead of the storm. Mm-hmm. And so they started maybe an hour ahead of us. So we could see their, their lights and stuff um, up ahead on the trail. And then we realized that, oh, their lights are coming. They're coming back to us. <laughs> so everybody was turning around. That was starting before us. And we're like, oh, this is not good, is it? So literally everybody that had started before us came back and they said, I would not keep going. And so me and Jade had to convince the guys, no offense to the guys, but we had to convince them like, this is not smart. Like we cannot do this. Like, I know it sucks to quit. It's not really quitting though. Like we're going to come back, but we, we, we can't do this. Um, so we'll just go back to town, we'll reassess, we'll look at the weather window, we'll figure out when the best time to go back and try. So eventually, um, they came back with us. Um, and also, one of my wounded warrior friends, Ginger Balls, um, came out of nowhere on our way down. I didn't know that he was coming to start that night, because he didn't camp there that night. So I didn't know like what his plan was. Uh, we had kept in contact but he comes blazing up the trail like it's no big deal like it's just like a dusting in central park and it's like (laughs) just a cakewalk and he's got he's in his long johns and i'm like what are you doing like we're going back we're the last group like no one is going up there today he's like it's fine it'll blow over it's like a 24-hour storm like we're good it's like i'll see you guys in mammoth we're like I hope so, but okay. <laughs> I was like, you come back with us. And he's like, no, I got this. Like, I got it. I'm like, okay. And so I got back to Bishop, or we ended up staying in Lone Pine. Um, mm-hmm. But back in Bishop, I had met his, or not in Bishop, in uh, Kenny Meadows. I'd met Ginger Balls' daughter, Jordan. And we had kept in contact and friends on Instagram. I got back to Lone Pine. I was like, hmm. I would just be cautious around your phone the next couple of days. Like I saw your dad go up today and it's not looking good. And I'm really sorry to tell you this, but I hope he's going to be okay. But I just want to like forewarn you, like if there's any way you can contact him, I would try to reach out and say, Hey, I think you might want to reconsider. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up hearing from ginger balls about two days later, um, right before we were ending, we were going back. And he says, I should have listened to you. It was the worst 24 hours of my life. <laughs> He's like, oh. he, had, he had frostbite on one of his toes, and his toes were oh. black, like black, black. Oh, my black. God. Um, oh. So, yeah, it was a pretty rough experience. It kind of really humbled um, a lot of us. But, um, yeah, it was an experience. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure all of those experiences made the rest of the hike really easy. Like once you got out of the Sierras, it was just all the home stretch all the way down. Yes, yes. Except the only thing I would say is the mosquitoes was um, oh. an issue. That will definitely test your sanity. Um, I can't express enough how much you should have a bug net, um, a spray. I don't care what it weighs, bring as much spray as you can carry. Um, and then consider doing the Oregon challenge because you'll want to get out of mosquito country as soon as possible. <laughs> is it just the entire state of Oregon? I don't really know much. Um, about Oregon it. is, Oregon has a kind of 
the reputation of being the worst one for the mosquitoes, mm -hmm. but I guess it will probably depend on um, how the snow melts and what time you're passing through. Okay. Um, but Oregon has the reputation of being the worst one, and it definitely was in 2019. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely, it was horrible, terrible. I forget, I forget where it was. I remember seeing a video of somebody, and I want to say it was in Oregon. They were just standing still with their poles and their hands were completely covered in mosquitoes. Like, oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, and the water oh, situation in Oregon sucks as well, too. So, like, make sure you carry meal or <laughs> noon tablets. I don't know what, but it's, it's a pretty slim picking for good quality water. So, I'm excited. Is there, is there a way to comp? <laughs> is there, I mean, we're in Korea, and the summers in Korea are very humid, but... Uh -huh. And the, the mosquitoes are bad, and I'm already such a baby when it yeah. comes to they, it. They fly up the sink drains. Like, we're on the 17th floor of an apartment building, and they fly up our drains what? into our apartment. Yeah. It's, yeah, they're, but they're slow. Yeah. 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 The mosquitoes here are slow, though. Like, they're slower than the East Coast mosquitoes, for sure, so you can kill them really easily. Yeah. But, and you can uh -huh. outrun them, but that should be fun. they're big and nasty. <laughs> oh, I hate them. <laughs> I do have a trick. Maybe you've learn this yourself with the other trail but um when before i go to the bathroom in oregon i would spray my back end <laughs> so at least like that was covered when i like dropped and went because i was like i am not gonna be itching my ass for the next few days <laughs> not happening <laughs> noted i'm i never think never i had to do that oh my god yeah that should be fun because they can they can like bite through your clothes even too sometimes oh, so, yeah. like even if you're covered there's nothing you can do yeah 100 percent deep <laughs> basically oh, it's what I, I i'm hearing it. I definitely yeah it. <laughs> uh how how was hiking all the way home like what parts of washington on the pct had you seen before doing it and and how was it to hike back there um, so when I decided I was going to do the PCT, um, I had never really even done any sections of it. Um, to be honest, I was on it for a brief moment, um, up in the kind of central Cascades north near Stevens Pass. Um, there's a brief section of the PCT that you hop onto to get to another trail. Um, mm -hmm. so I was on there for maybe, I don't know, uh, a mile. But other than that, I'd never set foot on it. So once I decided, like, okay, I'm going to do this, I was like, I'm not going to hike any parts of it because I want mm. to experience the trail for the first time um, and have it be this first experience as much as possible. Mm -hmm. um, so I've seen areas, like North Bend area, kind of looks all the same with all the alpine lakes and stuff. So I, that all was kind of familiar to me. Um, and then I've hiked... Um, I summited uh, Mount Adams before, so that area of going around Mount Adams was pretty familiar to me as well, even though I've never done the circumnavigate of it. And um, the North Cascades also kind of looked very similar to a couple of the other hikes I'd done in the area, but I've never set foot on it. So um, a lot of it looked familiar, but it was all through fresh eyes. I'd never seen the trail before, and that was, I really liked that I made that decision, so. Nice. Awesome. Did you take any time off to visit your family when you were home? I didn't, um, but I did have the luxury of um, all the resupply points. I got, um, <laughs> I got spoiled. I never had to go stop or anything. 
Nice. So what I, what we had done was um, back in Ashland, uh, my my boyfriend, my brother, and my sister-in-law came to visit, and they helped me get some boxes ready to ship for the Oregon portion because I was going to do the challenge, and I just want to pick up a box and go. Um, so I was like, you know what, why don't we just shop for Washington now too? I know it's kind of risky because you never know what you're going to want to eat. So I was like, you know what, it's the last, it's the last mm-hmm. stretch. Like if there's something I'm ask, I can't stomach anymore, I'll ask you to bring something else along. It's a quick fix. Um, but we shopped for Washington as well. And we just got this huge Rubbermaid tote and then we packed it full of just everything literally it looks like a little general store and a rubbermaid nice. um, and my boyfriend would come meet me um at the crossings of the trail like in white pass um in snoqualmie um skycomish up in um right before you get to rainy pass and all that and yeah. he just let me pick whatever i wanted out of the tote and off i went so that was kind of nice um but other than that that wasn't really taking time off but i did get to see him for brief moments and um yeah so did they comment on your smell (laughs) oh god uh (laughs) there was only one time that they got to smell me um oh no two times I guess the first time was uh I got to Ashland and I was camping on the front lawn of the hotel but it was okay they told me I could it's just my lone tent out in the front of the street. <laughs> um, and my boyfriend was driving down. He was like, I'm going to stop. Uh, he had Buddy with him. He's like, I'm going to stop at a rest stop and rest up. And then I'll probably see you around 8 in the morning. I'll come uh, let you know I'm here. I'm like, okay. So I go to sleep. And I wake up. And it, I want to say it was like 5 o'clock in the morning. It was just kind of like starting to get light out. And my phone rings. And it's Josh. I'm like, hey, are you are you starting your way down? Like, should I maybe kind of, like, get myself together? He's like, um, he said, I think he said, like, something about, your tent is green, right? And I was like, yeah. Because I was the only one out there, but he wanted to make sure, like, I don't want to just spook this random person. <laughs> <on you." laughs> I was like, yeah, why? He's like, okay, I just want to make sure. I was like, why? And he like, uh, he like undoes the flap of the duplex. And I was like, oh my God. He's like, it's, it's me, it's me. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like I hung up the phone and I was like trying to unzip it. And he undoes the flap and I unzip it. And he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> literally does the, the gag reflex multiple times. And I felt so terrible. I didn't have time to warn him or anything. Cause I was like, I wanted to shower the night before, but I was like, why am I going to shower the night before and then get into my dirty sleeping bag? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, this isn't going to work. I was like, I'll just wait till he gets here. Hope he has new clothes for me. I'll shower in the morning. It'll be fine. Did not expect him to come just open up my house. and like all my dirty laundry is there. I'm like, I, you did this to yourself, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> so that was pretty bad. Um, and then the other time uh, they were at my mercy was crossing the bridge of the gods. Um, I'd done the Oregon challenge, and I'd only had one shower in Oregon. Oh, no, <laughs> um, So I was pretty ripe when they they saw me and got to hug me, and I was like, I I'm sorry, accept me. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Yeah, I guess that's the perk of hiking with your significant other is that you don't really smell them because you smell just as bad. Yeah, would you say this I would agree, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Are you <laughs> sure? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just gets used to it. Yeah, two people in a tent is a lot. Oh, you guys share a tent too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> We got a three-person tent. It's a three-person tent. It's a little so there, bit bigger. There's room, oh, okay. but, the, okay. but the stink, like, it's all there. <laughs> got to put up, yeah. like, a little pillow divide. <laughs> yeah. Don't blame you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so tell us about, like, entering Canada. What was what was finishing the PCT like? Um, I would say I thought it was going to be more emotional than I ended up being. Like, I thought in my head, like, I was going to get there, and it was going to be this incredible moment of like leading up to everything I'd done over 2,600 miles and all the people I've met experiences I've had to come flooding back but I got there and it was just we had it to ourselves to begin with so it was really nice but it was just like a moment of just kind of reflecting and just kind of really quiet um but it was it was a cold day it it was freezing um even in August um, but it was, I gotta say it was a little, for me, it was just like, oh, maybe it's because I was like, oh, it's over. <laughs> like mm -hmm. it's, it's done. And this, yeah. it's, oh, it's, this is the end. So I feel like that kind of hindered my soaking in the moment and seemed like you accomplished this incredible thing that you, not that you didn't have any business doing it, but you had really very little experience going out there and doing um and you did a pretty damn good job um and I think I was just so kind of hindered by the fact that I was like oh it's it's over and now I have to like tell Josh the truth that I have the bug now <laughs> I need to go do this again for my sanity <laughs> um, but it was still a beautiful experience I'm glad that I got to share it with people that I did and um I also did, I finished the same day as Ginger Balls, um, one of the mm -hmm. Wounded Warriors who I met um, and gave me my name. So that was kind of pretty special to me too, yeah. so. Nice. Um, do you feel like you were processing the trail like before the end or like way after getting off trail? I would say a little of both. Um, mm -hmm. Just based on my reaction to getting to the monument i think i was already starting um and i think one of the setting off points was um when i got to sky comish uh we had linked up with one of our original trailing members davy jones um he'd gone through the sierra with us and then once we got the sierra um the group kind of like broke apart and it was me and jade were hiking together and then saint nick wanted to finish by august 1st he had a very, um, a very uh, fast pace he wanted to keep. So he like just took off and then Davy Jones was kind of in the middle of us. So I hadn't seen him since the Sierra. Um, and then, but we kept in contact and um, text, texted and stuff. And then he had hurt himself um, climbing out of Snoqualmie, I think it was. He noticed like a twinge in his um, hamstring mm -hmm. and he, and around his knee area, I think. And he was just having a lot of stiffness and like swelling and like he tried to take off, I think a week um, up in Sky Comish and was on crutches and we linked up with him and saw him to say hi. Um, 
as we were passing through and just seeing that I think is what kind of set off like knowing that the end is near because I saw that he was probably going to be calling this hike early and his end was like right here in Skycoma it's like I'm looking at it um and I think that was kind of the nail on the head like oh this is coming to an end like really fast like it's the light at the end of the tunnel is here yeah um, mm-hmm. And he ended up, he, he tried to get back on trail and take it slow. Um, and he made it, I think, a couple of miles and had to turn back and say, I can't do it. Mm, um, so it was really sad. But I think I was still even processing the trail afterwards, um, just getting accustomed to a normal routine, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a definite transition. <laughs> yeah, was, was post-trail yeah. depression really hard for you? Um, I would say, I don't think it was hard. I would just say it was there. Um, Mm. and I just had to find ways to, um, just kind of like lessen the effects. I was like, okay, I understand that you can't go out and do these things that you had been doing for four months and see these people and do these experiences. But like, there's also joy in real life and there's also experiences mm-hmm. to be had in real life and you're going to be missing those if you don't get with the program <laughs> and yeah, live no. in reality, which is right now. So yeah. it's your choice. If you want to just like sit here and wallow and like, oh, it's over, um, that's on you, but also life is going to go on. So mm-hmm. you decide. Um, and there's definitely hard days where I was like, I don't want to do life. Not like in a, that was really bad. I, I no, 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 I like, understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do like go to work and do laundry and grocery shop. Um, but for the most part, I just found ways to like get outside and move my body and read and be with my family. And yeah, I found ways to get around it. And I never really got too dark. Not too dark. Nice. Nice. Um, so then moving forward, like you got off the PCT you want to move up yeah yeah Yeah. got off the PCT and then what happened next what was the next plan how quickly were you jumping the gun on like the next hike you wanted to do I would say it wasn't until a couple months later I kind of let it like sit for a second because I was like well I think I want to but I also don't want to just say it and then I am held accountable for what I say and like, oh, well, she said she was going to do this and she's not. So, um, and also I didn't want to like really bring it up to Josh quite yet because I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, I just left for like four months. (laughs) Now I'm going to tell him I want to leave again next year. Um, (laughs) So I was like, I'm just going to sit and simmer and see like if it's really something that I want to do. So I waited until I think it was after the first of the year. And I kind of had a talk with him and told him, like, you know, I really think I want to hike again. Um, but um, I thought it was going to do AT first, to be honest, because I thought it was going to hike with a friend of mine. Um, but ended up being um, the CDT I went after first to do um, because of the whole COVID thing. Um, mm-hmm. I was thinking... If I did the AT, I don't think it's going to be the experience that I have in my head or mm-hmm. what the AT could be. And I was like, ah, 
I think the safer bet if I do a hike this year is going to be the CDT. And so that's the direction I went. And um, Josh was fully supportive. So that nice. was really nice. Yay for Josh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Josh is amazing. <laughs> um, no, if, yeah, the AT was very, very different in 2020. So you, yeah. you made the right choice in that, in that sense. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It just was very empty. It was <laughs> very empty. More um, like, yeah. I guess, what the CBT would feel more like. Just yeah. not uh -huh. not many people out there. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys so, go northbound or southbound? Northbound. northbound. We started okay. March 16th and then had to get off 12 days in when, like, everything hit the fan. And then we uh -huh. got off until the Smokies reopened. So about a month, I think later, a month and a half later, we got back on and then had no trouble getting all the way through. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, did you, did you start the CVT in 2020 or was that something that you started in 2021? I did. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, I did start in 2020. Um, it kind of looked like, because I had to cancel, um, my initial plan. And then I was like, you know, what? I could still make this work and go south. Like I could totally do this. And so I kind of figured out the logistics of getting over there and getting everything ready. Um, and I couldn't go up to East Glacier to start. So it's like talking with um, the kids at Wild Group, um, the Strawberries. Um, and they were saying that, oh, we're going to hike north for a little bit from like Anaconda area. And then like wait it out toward Glacier and see if they reopen for us. And if they're not reopened by the time we get there, we're just going to come back to Anaconda and go south. And then maybe mm -hmm. make um, Glacier up at the end or next year or whatever. Um, so I was like, oh, that's not a bad idea. So I made the plan of starting at the Bob, um, right there at Mariah's Pass. And that's where I started and went south. And I made it um, eight miles in when my conscious just kind of like took over. Um, well, I actually started the night before because that's when Montana put in a mandate for masks because it had spiked again in the days leading up to us traveling over there and whatnot. Um, and my conscience just kind of like kicked in and was like, mm, do you really think this is what you should be doing right now? Do you think this is the right choice? Like, are you sure this is going to give you the experience you want? Um, this is a big sacrifice. Like, I understand you could just take it day by day, but it's also like the trail will be here. I, I there, there was so much um, on the fence going on that I decided eight miles in, I, I felt so bad. I called Josh, who was driving home. Um, I told him, I can't do this. I need you to come back and get me. So, mm. yeah. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So you got, was that tough? Was that tough having to get off? And did you, oh, I yeah. guess, did you know that going into the next year, you were definitely going to be attempting in 2021? Yeah, I was like, I, this isn't the year, like, I'll I'll try it again next year, but, like, I just have a feeling this isn't going to be the experience I want, um, mm -hmm. and I just don't feel like this is a smart thing to do, um, and also just a respectful thing to do for the communities, because I don't know what this is going to hold for, like, getting supplies, and if they need it more than I do, um, and if I'm going to be welcomed or like, I didn't want any 
I didn't know how it was going to go. And so it was just like, I do, I'm not going to chance it. Like, I, I just don't feel like it's going to be a good thing to be responsible. So um, it was hard to, to say it because I was like, if this, this means there's no through hikes this year because this is the last thing. Um, mm-hmm. So it was kind of hard. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go home and I'm going to have a hell of a summer and I will come back next year. And yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I bet your dog and your boyfriend were very happy to have you home. They for were. That time. Yeah. Yeah. We had a lot of good adventures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can hear the music. I can't. <laughs> uh, in Korean apartments, they have speakers in every apartment, and they sometimes do like announcements. Announcements. Okay. Korea's weird, man. I don't know. <laughs> Um, happens every day at 10 30. every single time we interview someone they go yeah. off for some reason i and have it's no very idea what it's saying sorry oh, about that's that funny. That's okay. <laughs> i was kind of curious and i saw you guys like looking i was like what's happening <laughs> <laughs> like freaking out this <laughs> yeah wish i could understand it but yeah that's fine. i never will so. <laughs> <laughs> um do you want to do the rapid fire question round sure and then we'll jump into yes so we're going to take a break from like deep diving questions and do a 60 second rapid fire questions so i'm going to ask you a bunch of questions just okay answer no explanation we're going to see how many questions we can get through okay okay all right ready? ready three two one go polls or no polls polls Hang or sleep with your food? Oh, hang. Best hiking shoe? Uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> PCT or CBT? PCT. Best state to hike in? Washington. <laughs> Favorite food to eat on trail? Um, spicy nutmeg. Smiles over miles or miles over smiles? <laughs> I will say I'm a miles over smiles girl. <laughs> Longest mileage day that you did? Uh, 41 and a half. Wow. Best season to hike in? Ooh. I really like summer. That's nice. Time. Sweet summer. Summer. It's so hot in summer, though. I'm so cold, though, all the time. Though. Yeah, I guess it's <laughs> warm. I'm thriving. <laughs> yeah. I, it got to, like, I think 102 here in Korea with the humidity in the summer. And uh-huh. so it was terrible. It was yeah. it was a spring and fall hiking season. It was not a yeah. good summer hiking season. <laughs> this last August, I want to say, I think it was August, maybe it was, like, late July, um, Washington got up to 112. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. wow. And I don't mean, like, eastern Washington in the desert. I mean, in my little mountain town, it was 112. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Oh it was Ooh. miserable. We were, wow. like, we had our t-shirts on, but we'd soaked them in, like, we had the bathtub full of ice water. We'd, like, soak our clothes in it and then put them on. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough. We survived. Love it. I'm definitely a fall hiking person. Mm. I think the AT yeah. did that to me, though, for sure. Yeah, the yeah. colors. Colors can be. We, yeah, we went through Maine, like Western Maine, when fall was in peak, like full force, oh. and so that just like 
it's the best time. Yeah. In my opinion. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. I was going to say that's my close second. So. Yeah. Miles over smiles. Mm -hmm. um, are, are you someone to just like crush as many miles as you can in a day or, or you just want to stay yeah, consistent? I'm kind of a masochist. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like to just like see, um, like I'm always like looking at the far out guide and like, oh, if we like cut off 60 miles, um by doing 10 more each day we'll get to town a day earlier you guys like you have <laughs> like no big deal um so that's kind of like where it kind of started realizing like oh i could like get like these amenities like a lot mm -hmm. sooner than i think um and then just the accomplishment i feel like of of doing things that i didn't think i could do like hiking hike that far um not only just the the trail itself but just like in a day sort of thing or like in a week um or like the Oregon challenges like having those physical accomplishments I was an athlete growing up too and I have a brother that were kind of competitive um so it was just like I think that's where it comes from is just that competitive side of me like what else can I do like how farther can I go yeah so. yeah somebody just asked any recommendations for smaller through hikes yeah have you done any small through hikes yeah, um, I did the Timberline Trail in Oregon around Mount Hood. I mm -hmm. can't speak more about that. That place was incredible. Um, I did it after the PCT, so I kind of got to see. I was kind of curious about the area as I was going through it. Cause I was like, oh, it's really pretty here. Like, I should come back. And then I realized, oh, there's a trail that goes around it. Perfect. Um, so I decided to do that. I actually did that with Buddy. That was Buddy's first year hike. Um, nice. yeah, yeah, it was so cute. Um, he was a little trooper. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> he's so tired right now. <laughs> um, but uh, the Timberline Trail, I really like that one. And then um, the Oregon Coast Trail is really pretty, too. Um, that only has about 300 and some miles of trail. But it is a lot of road walking. So mm. the way that I've decided to do it is kind of like, break it up into sections I'm not doing it through of it because I not that I couldn't but I just I would rather just choose a sections of like a road walk and just kind of like get those out of the way mm -hmm. um at the prime times of like not a downpour in April sort of thing like a downpour in like November I'd rather pick like a nice early May or June time to do a road walk in Oregon rather than when I'm getting soaked so um, I'd say those two are pretty cool, but I haven't done anything other than the West Coast hiking, really. So I guess it depends on what area of the state or the U.S. Um, the person is asking. You did a part of the, the Oregon coast with Julia in, no, in November. You did it late yeah. in the season, right? Was it cold? <laughs> yeah. What was the weather like going through there? It was so cold. It was so cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a cold person, too. Like, I... Um, I'm really cold all the time. Um, and I lost my gloves one of the days too. So that really sucked. And then I bought new gloves and I lost those gloves. Um, but it was the first night it poured on us. Um, and we had only started, I think, at like three in the afternoon. Um, and we only had like a couple of hours of daylight and we had no idea where we were going to camp. And we just like got to a spot in the trail. We're like, this is it. <laughs> We're oh camping all on the trail. 
Because who's gonna? No one's gonna come out there in November and be like, "Who's camping in the middle of the trail?" <laughs> no one's coming out there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that was pretty cold and wet. Mm-hmm. It froze one night. I frosted my tent. So, what's like? Do what's the season to do the Oregon Coast Trail? I would say summer, definitely. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there was um, I can't remember who I was following this year that had done it. I think it was Quadzilla. Yeah, he did it. Dilla this summer. Yeah, and his like his videos. I was like, that's how you do it. <laughs> you, <laughs> you did it right, sir. Kudos. <laughs> but there's something on... about suffering too. Yeah, yeah. That's there true. is something to be said. Makes the experience more experienced. Yeah, <laughs> he's on. He's on the 18th. He just started his calendar yeah, year a couple saw. days ago. Would you ever do a calendar I'm year triple excited. crown? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's out of the realm, but like, I, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> a lot of hiking. Yeah, that's it, a lot it of It definitely piqued my interest. FKP has definitely piqued my interest, but like, mm-hmm. I, not that you have to like have a race background or like a track background to sort of do that sort of thing, but like, I've never raced or like, I've never done a marathon or a 5K or like none of that stuff. So I'm like, I don't know, like, it's interesting, like, it piques me, but I'm like, mm, maybe that's for a different breed of people, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, so, okay, 2021, you started the CDT um, Sobo, um, what, I, what was, what was starting yeah. that trail like? The CDT uh, was, like, picturesque. <laughs> To be yeah. honest, like when we started, it was like um, lush green fields with these huge peaks and glacier. Um, we started in um, on the east side. We didn't get to go to Waterton because um, we didn't, weren't sure how the logistics would be in getting there. Because um, mm-hmm. you'd have to hike in from not where you would normally go. Um, so it was um, it was so beautiful. It was so lush. Like there were so many flowers and the weather was incredible. It was so pretty and blue skies and it was, it was great. I loved it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Did you, um, you started with like a pocket of Soboers or like, how does that work? Do you all like in a Facebook group say when Soboers are starting and you all start at a certain time? Um, there's just kind of like a chunk of time, kind of like the, like the popular period of when people might start a hike or a through um mm-hmm. and so we kind of the four of us there was four of us that decided to start together we kind of just decided like okay well what time works for everybody's schedule like travel wise and stuff um so we just like picked a date that was kind of in that um wheelhouse of dates i'm like mm-hmm. okay this is where we start but we did start what people might think is like a little um little late I guess in the season we kept hearing we're like oh it's a little bit late like is it though because I mean I mean there's there's no rush really right now it's very early like you don't know our pace and like what we're going to go through like I think we're fine um so yeah we just decided what time to start and it worked for all of us and and went from there but there is like Facebook groups and like reddits and stuff that people can go on and look and see like I'm starting here um, also, I've heard people doing carpools and stuff to get to trails together and, like, have someone to start with. So, mm. 
Yeah. Nice. Um, were you nervous about going through grizzly country? I was, no, I was more curious than nervous because mm. I just felt like, um, I don't know. I wasn't really, I'd seen bears before, um, <laughs> but not a grizzly, obviously, but I was just like more curious than scared. Um, but I was traveling with a gal who was absolutely terrified um, that <laughs> out there hunting us or something um, and we had to just like, kind of like quell her fears and like not kind of like also internally be like but it'd be really cool <laughs> so I just kind of like I kept I would like say hey bear and stuff and try to be a responsible hiker that sort of thing and like always paying the food but there was a part of me that was like I kind of just want to be quiet to see if like we just stumble upon one um, but I never saw one. It was kind of sad, but also yeah. fortunate at the same time. <laughs> well, maybe this year. You never know, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's always twenty twenty two. That's true. Um, and how how far in did you get? You got about a month in. Yeah, I got um, a month in. Um, I got all the way to, um, so we had to take a alternate to avoid the closures of the red line. So we took a big sky alternate over to, uh, the Wyoming border of Montana, uh, which <laughs> dropped you down into Yellowstone. Um, so I got there, um, the, the two days after my month anniversary. Um, yeah, and that's when I, I decided it was time to call it. Mm. Was how was that decision making like what was going through your head how long did you sit on it before you made you like really made the decision um I've been sitting on it for about a couple weeks um I would say it was right before is before um we entered the bob I want to say it was after glacier um there's a couple moments of connecting with Josh on the phone um I could just tell he was having a really hard time um with the distance and separation this time then versus the PCT um and I never I told him I was like I never want this to be an issue because I don't want to have any resentment like I I want to do this but what's more important is my life at home because that's reality and like the trails will always be here um so I don't want to make this an issue for you um and we just bought a house too. Um, mm. So, and he also works out of town. So there's like all these factors that um, kind of made it really hard for him. And I could hear that, but he met, he, he, he was always so adamant and be like, oh, we're good, we're fine, like it's okay. But there was so many times I could hear it in his tone of his voice or just the conversation. I was like, he's having a hard time. Um, and he did tell me one night, he's like, yeah, it's just really hard with you gone. Mm. Um, and so that kind of like laid the seed and then um, he ended up getting sick. Um, and so I decided, you know, I, if something got worse, if it progressed, I, I can't see myself being out here not knowing like if you're going to be okay. So it's like temporarily I'm just going to come home and I'm going to see this through and make sure like you're okay and nothing worse happens. Um, and then I'll reassess 
um, but other things also happened and it was never a return trip. Mm -hmm. so. um, this is where I want to jump in. We were talking to Julie about this and I'm curious to know about like the good and the bad of social media mm -hmm. and like how was, since I guess you were posting yourself online doing this hike, how was um, making the decision to get off and then how is the reaction, I guess, of, of the audience watching of you getting off the CDT on, in 2021? Um, so I, I decided um, when the seed kind of planted and I heard about um, or felt the, the bad vibes with Josh, I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to even say anything to anybody. I'm not going to – I just want this to be my decision. I don't want anyone yeah. to influence it or have any bias. Um, I told uh, not a soul. And then I just kind of like sat with it. And I was like, I'm just going to see where this takes me. And I made it um, also a goal of mine. It's like, I'm just going to wait also because I want to at least push myself to get to a certain checkpoint. And be like, okay, well, I, I did this and I'm, I'm okay. If I did this, I can leave and come back and do either state by state um, mm -hmm. or however I want to proceed um, next year or the year after. Mm -hmm. um, so I just kept, um, hiking and kept kind of processing how I felt and kind of reassessing um, things with Josh every time I talked to him. Um, and once I decided it was time to go, I I didn't really have any qualms about just saying like, I'm at the airport right now, guys. I'm getting on that plane outside and I'm going home because um, I, I just need to be home right now. Um, so I had nothing but support sent my way, which is very fortunate, I feel like, because um, Julie and I have had lots of talks about the social media as well. Um, and she gets, I don't know why they hate on her um, about certain things, but like she gets a lot of hate thrown her way. And I, yeah. it like boils my blood. So I'm like, you don't <sighs> even know her. Like, you know what you see online and what's in your head. Like, you don't know her. You never met her. You don't know the you know what kind of person she is um yeah. and so um i feel really fortunate that i never had literally a single negative thing sent my way in the comments or in an email or a dm um i had nothing but support and encouragement that we're here for you if you need anything um we hope things are good and we hope we see you out here next year and um i got an incredibly nice response to me going home so i'm i'm pretty lucky and grateful for that that's awesome mm -hmm. that's cool that is yeah. really great yeah social media isn't always forgiving when it comes to that oh um, yeah uh what what do you what's your perspective on i guess now there is what am i trying to ask what are the pros um and the cons of i guess uh, we were talking to um Jeff Garmeyer last week about it. And when he did the PCT back in 2011, he was saying like, there was no social media, mm -hmm. there was no gut hooks, there was nothing. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's your perspective on now they're not only being a community like on the trail, but there's also like a social media community like intertwined mm -hmm. with that. Um, I, I guess feel? maybe what, what, what are the pros and the cons of that in your opinion? Um, I would say I've seen nothing but pros 
to it because mm. I feel like not not everybody can go out there and hike. Um, mm. Whether it be like you have a family back home to support and like you're the breadwinner, um, or maybe you're a single parent and you're the sole provider of the child, or you're taking care of a sick family member, or physically you you have some something that um, doesn't allow you to get out there. Um, I don't see why they can't be a part of the community because mm-hmm. it's, I mean, <laughs> I think it's just a really selfish system and says like that, that shouldn't be a thing. Like they should absolutely be able to experience it. Um, it's kind of like, um, I guess, like basketball teams, I guess. Uh, this might be a really bad analogy, but it's like, <laughs> what about the fans? Like, so the fans aren't part of the NBA community and they can't um, be there when the teams come home from their playoff game and cheer them on and be like, oh, we're so proud of you. Thanks for, you know, bringing pride to the hometown or whatever. Um, yeah, because then there's also Trail Angels too. So it's like, mm-hmm. like they're, provi- they're not out there hiking, but they're providing this incredible gift um to hikers and there's yeah i just do people say there's cause <laughs> no um <laughs> just like the negative comments i guess or the the feeling the need to put something out there a certain way because it's expected of them or I, like those kind uh, of things i think also it might it might change your hike by the way you're influenced by others to hike if, i don't know i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Um, what did what did Julia say? I forget what she's. Uh, I don't remember. Don't remember. Whatever. <laughs> How? Um, so, like, as your like platform began to grow, did you feel like any pressure to change the way you were posting, or how did you stay like really true to what you wanted to be putting out? Um, I would say, I. I don't know how it really blew up, to be honest. Um, I just feel like it was just one of those big years of um, the PCT with the snow and everything, and, like, people wondering, well, who's going through, who's not. Um, And then I had the platform of the trek that got me a lot of um, my audience. But um, I just try to be me and not really worry about what others think. It's like, you don't know me and so unless you've met me like you don't know what kind of person I am um and my beliefs and what I stand for um but I just try to be my best person like be kind and um be positive and I I don't mean like the fake positivity that people have been talking about where it's like oh it's all sunshine rainbows all the time it's like no there's real there's real shit too like depression exists anxiety exists mental health is totally a thing not fake um and it's okay to talk about too so like i just like to give people the benefit of like whatever you're going through whatever you feel is valid because it's your truth um and this is mine so like i'm not going to rank on you because i don't that's not my truth i can't really come down on you for anything that's how you want to be that's how you want to be and this is how I want to be so um I just try to think about um whatever I do and say is that reflecting how I really feel on the inside and what I believe in and um the person the best version of myself I want to be so nice um what do you wish I guess the average um your average follower knew more like about you 
as a What do I person. think they wish they knew about? Yeah, yeah. Like, just because we do tend to put out, I don't know, a, a, we, do, do you know what I'm yeah. trying to ask? What, so, like, they perceive you to be something on social media. Like, is there anything that you wish that they knew more about who you were as a person? I would say a big misconception that people have said to me, um, and not in a mean way, um, mm. I've never received it like people are being mean, but um, I'm actually a really big introvert. Um, mm. I don't really, I don't, I don't drive the conversation in a group of people. Um, social settings can be a little bit overwhelming for me. Like I, I deal with anxiety and stuff. So when people meet me, um, they kind of have this idea that because I have a platform or because I post videos and share these experiences and I put myself out there and I'm vulnerable that I am just this open book of like, I just talky, 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 like um, we're going to be great friends and we're going to connect every week and stuff like that. And it's like, I absolutely like would love to have more connections, but for me, um, I really value the alone time and the quiet time, the unplugging time. Um, and that's how I recharge. It takes a lot out of me to be social. Um, and so I think that, um, I think that kind of offsets a lot of people when they meet me and they realize, Oh, she's that, she's not really that bubbly. And, um, I try not to perceive that in my videos. Like, um, I try not to be too uppity and stuff. I try to just be myself. Um, mm -hmm. But I feel like people that think that just because I'm public, then that means I'm bubbly or I'm outgoing and stuff. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, it's just that's who I am. <laughs> yeah. So um, so what's, what's next? This year you're doing the CDT again? Are you starting... <clears throat> southbound from the terminus or are you starting where you left off no so i um i am getting back on the cbt um i had reservations about how i wanted to do it though i didn't know if i wanted to stretch and hike it um i wanted to see how things were with josh and stuff with the house um and the health situation so i decided recently i was going to try to do this through again um but i'm going to start south um, and then I might end in Yellowstone where I left off last year and the timeline will fit to where it would be like a year for people who are purists or whatever. It happened in mm -hmm. a 12 months. Um, I don't really care, but, um, or if my other option is if the fire closures aren't, um, walking off the red line and I can do the red line, which was, had to be skipped last year or was encouraged because they did have closures but some people still did it um if the red line's still available to do by the time i get up to yellowstone i would like to do the entire thing again um and hopefully go to waterton and tag waterton because i think that would yeah. be really cool nice. so i'm really flexible um this year um if it does go state by state it goes state by state if it goes just to yellowstone it goes just to yellowstone but if it goes to Waterton, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> cool. <Nice>. cool. <laughs> yeah. Are you changing out any of your gear or is there anything big that you're going to be switching for this time around? 
Um, I am switching my backpack. I have carried a Granite Gear crown for uh, since 2019 when I linked up with um, them, and I love it. There's nothing bad about it. I, I, I like my PCD pack literally just looks like um, any of my other backpacks. Like nothing broke on it the entire trip. Um, mm-hmm. It, the smell. There's a slight, slight smell to it still. <laughs> Um, but it's a, it's a great pack. Like I still use it. Um, and then the crown that I was using last year, um, only had the 600 or so miles on it. So, um, that looks pretty much brand new. Um, but this year I am going to be hiking with a light AF pack. Um, that I'm really excited about getting here in the next coming weeks that was designed for me. So. Uh, yeah. Jersey repping. Ooh, yeah. Jersey. yeah. <laughs> um, Are you excited to like revisit some parts of the trail that you've seen for the second time around? Uh, like for the season? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward. If I can continue on, um, mm-hmm. well, not if I can, but if I decide once I get to Yellowstone to go through Montana again, um, I'm really excited to see Glacier again because Glacier is, we had a really nice window. We got, I think we were there for seven days. So we didn't have to like rush through it. Like some people only have like three or four days now. They had to do like 30 some miles a day. Wow. And that's, it's rough terrain to start out with. Like going sub on the CDP is hard. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the miles that you do really like 25 miles isn't really that bad. Like if you think about it compared to other hikes, you're like, oh, it's 20 miles. What's this? That's another day. Not in Glacier. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> 25 miles, your body hurts after yeah. that's over. Um, so I'm excited to see Glacier again and hopefully make it uh, like a seven-day window again and see um, all those spots again. Cause it, was just, it was absolutely beautiful. It's so pretty. Nice. Cool. That's exciting. Yeah, I, we yeah. were we were toying between doing the CDT or the PCT, yeah. and we were really like kind of we thinking really CDT. <laughs> yeah. So have fun. We're excited to follow along on yeah. your adventure. Thank you. Are you guys? Um, you guys start in April. March 29th. Yeah. So beginning so, of April. Yeah. March. April. Nice. That's, That's coming exciting. up. Forty something days. Yeah. I'm very yeah. Excited. yeah. Gotta get all my gear together. Gotta figure it out. Have you guys started packing anything yet? So we don't leave Korea for another about two weeks. So we're actually only going to be home for about a month, a little less than a month. And I'm kind of just waiting till I get home to start the giant tornado of (laughs) tackling all the gear. I don't know if that's smart or not, but that is what I'm doing. And We'll just see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> no shame in it. It'll be fine. Yeah, like yeah. I have I have gear from the AT. Like it'll be fine. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it'll work. Uh, yeah, it's fine. So, what advice do you have um, for future through hikers? Someone want, that wants to go on their first through hike. Um, something. I mean, I get I get asked that a lot. Um, and the thing that I just keep telling people is just as cliche as it is to just hike your own hike um mm-hmm. don't listen to the keyboard 
people of the internet and say like, oh, you're not a through hiker because you skipped or you flipped or you um, lashed it or whatever. Like it's your hike. It's your experience. Like you, this is all for you. Like as be selfish. Like absolutely. Like I'm, it's not a bad thing with the hike because it's a huge commitment, not only to like, like you leave your life behind and whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, like sometimes, it's a bad thing that you leave behind because you have um, maybe a family member you take care of or a child, but it could also be a good thing where it's like you need to recharge and reset. Um, but like be selfish, have this time, have the experiences you want and don't let anyone bias you into, oh, you should do this or you should pack this or what's your base weight or, um, oh, what brand is that? I've never heard of it. Or um, just all these things that, they're toxic and yeah. um i've it's only recently that's really grinded my gears like it's the more that i see it i don't know if it's like i like once i see it it kind of just keeps showing itself uh-huh. so i feel like i tend to stop seeing the toxic stuff and maybe it'll just go away but i don't i don't know i think people just need to be nicer and kinder and realize that like this is their experience and this is your experience and you don't ha- you don't get a right to say like what they're going to do or what, how they're going to hike these 2,600 miles. Just go out there. And if you only do 500, you only do 500. If you do 1,800, nice. you do 1,800, but it's, mm-hmm. it's your experience. So. Twerk is leaving all of his children for you <laughs> to hike with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> So what advice do you have for little Skittles that's like still on trail of what to do or what to not take for granted? Um, what not to take for granted um, as you're hiking, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I would say don't take for granted the people you meet because mm-hmm. like you would be so surprised the things that you'll learn from people that you you'll never cross paths with these people probably ever again like there's never Mm -hmm. a chance where it's like these this person came from australia and they were a diver and they had this crazy life and they have all these things to tell you and the things that you can learn from them like the compassion that you can have for another human being from their life experience that they're sharing with you and their vulnerabilities and don't pass up those opportunities to connect with the human beings out there like that will only enhance your experience honestly like mm-hmm. and maybe there will be times where you meet a sour apple and you're like oh well, you're just you fell off the wrong tree today or something I'm not sure but like but happy trails to you I'll talk to you later probably never but there will be those times but there's they're gonna be few and far between and they're gonna be times where like you'll look back and that's not what you're gonna look at you're gonna look at all the amazing times and all the amazing people you met and all the incredible stories you heard about. Um, so don't don't pass up those opportunities to talk to somebody, even if it's just a day hiker. Like I had lots of good conversations, just like chatting it up with somebody on trail that was just out for the day, and they're just a mm-hmm. weekend warrior. And I'm like, you're amazing too. Like just because I'm out here a bum for four months, like like this is my home. I'm in back right now. Um, like it doesn't make you any less of a person to be out there on a day hike or a weekend backpacking trip. It's like, you're just as amazing for getting out there and taking care of like your mental space and getting the vitamin D and all that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. 
and the day hikers smell amazing. They and do. they smell really nice. Yes, they do. <laughs> and they yes. give you snacks. So and they give you snacks. Yeah, yep. so say, and they're also like, are you hungry? I'm like, I am famished. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you want to let the through hiking world know or how they can keep up to date with your adventures? Um, uh, I, I, I don't know. I just like hike or I, um, I post my hikes on the YouTube. I say that like mm -hmm. an old person. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I post my hikes on YouTube. <laughs> the YouTube. The Facebook. <laughs> I, I make fun of my dad so much for saying stuff like that. I just said it. Wow. Um, yeah, I make my videos and I post them on YouTube on my channel. Um, you can find that just Google or search uh, Little Skittle YouTube pop right up, um, which I plan to do again for the CBT this year. Um, Instagram, I'll do stories um, every now and again. Um, also, when I'm on trail, I try to post regularly um, and share experiences and stuff like that. Um, but other than that, that's only, oh, I just started doing TikTok, but not really. Just kind of like as a waste of time, but like, I don't know. I'm still feeling it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a hard platform. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, we're excited to follow your adventures. Yeah. Um, thank you for taking. You guys, you're gonna have so much fun. I know. We're so we're excited. Really excited. Um, thank you for taking the time yeah, to like talk so to much. us today. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me. And yeah, and we'll stay in contact. Yeah. Awesome. Have All a good right. day, you guys. It was nice talking to you guys. It was nice you to too. talk to you too. See you later. Bye. 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 Did you all enjoy the conversations with Little Skill? If you want to follow along with her adventures, head over to her Instagram, which is at Miss underscore Rebecca underscore Anne. You can also go over to her YouTube, which is Becca Little Skittle, to follow along on her upcoming adventures. This will be our final live stream interview episode before switching gears, so stay tuned for next week's episode to listen to what the future plans of Trail Talks is. If you want to get in contact with us, feel free to DM us on Instagram or send an email to letstrektogether at gmail.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you gave us a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you consume this episode. Until next time, guys. Let's, Let's trek, trek together. together.